welcome to Pop That Culture. We came back. We decided, mm. let's keep doing the show. Mm, yeah. We had, it's a, we had a weekend. We'll get out like, of bed. You know what? Yeah. You're ready. I'm ready. Are we ready? Well, <laughs> Joe was drinking I, last night. <laughs> I dropped the ball after I dropped my iPad. <laughs> Did you just like have like a, a couch cushion seat like imprinted on your face? Oh, no. It was there? upright. You felt the, the way I sit on the when You're I, like a horse. When we when we prep, I hold my iPad like this <laughs> and I do that, right? Okay. And I, this is the way I fell asleep. And then I woke up when my iPad went dunk. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I need to get this done right now. And I look at the clock. Three a.m. <laughs> Three a.m. Eternal. Yes. Uh huh. I was uh-huh. listening to the KLF. Fantastic. <laughs> yes. So you made it. You're yes. here. I'm so you, glad we made it. Are you feeling? Looks like we made it. Are you a little hung at all? Over, hungover. Oh. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. No, I'm not. Okay. Good. But I am uh, happy to be here. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you are. <laughs> well, there were a ton of things that happened over the weekend. I mean, obviously we know that uh, that Joe got schnockered, but also mm. there was um, sad news. We found out that on Friday that Senator John McCain was going to be stopping any treatment. He mm-hmm. has brain cancer, had brain cancer, and, um, and then he passed on Saturday. So right. it didn't take very long after they stopped any treatment or anything where and he passed away. I was particularly sad because I feel like, you know, regardless of your political inclination, mm-hmm. John McCain was somebody who really was more about the issues yes. than towing the party line. And he really kind of looked everything, uh, you know, in a sense of, uh, what's better for America? For real. You yes. Know? And he wasn't afraid to Did speak Did you read out. what uh, Obama wrote about him? Um, I read parts of it. It was and so basically it was, to the effect of what you're yes, saying. Yes. I, I that even though they were on opposite sides of the aisle, they sort of had the same goal in mind for how they wanted to approach government and do things for the country. Right. And, and in today's discourse, you know, looking at a person like him, you know, what makes me sad is you almost wonder, is that becoming a dinosaur in, in American Don't politics. Say that. Don't is say that is that, that. a level of dignity and oh. a level of um, a level of uh, how should I say this respectability yeah. that he really brought to the table. And even when he and Obama were were running against each other in what twenty oh eight. Yeah. Um, I remember there was a town hall where a woman had really started, you know, she started talking about some conspiracy theory about Obama. McCain stops her yeah. in the middle of the rally and he says, no, what you're talking about is not true. I don't believe it for one second. And he said, you know, uh, Mr. Obama and I uh, have two very different views on what's good for America. We just happen to disagree on them. And uh, he's a good person. And I thought that was such a classy thing to do. Very much so. He, he, was, about, he was about respect and he was mm-hmm. about civility. And to the point where for um, his funeral, he wants one of the speakers to be uh, former President Obama and then also former President Bush is going to be um, speaking mm. at the funeral for him. Um, so a lot of people reflecting over the weekend on his service to the country's military service and his service as a senator and then twice running for a president and all of that. But what I kind of forgot about, and because we're <laughs> pop that culture, <laughs> is that he was a big fan of appearing on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And in fact, I believe he was the first sitting senator 
to appear on Saturday Night Live. And he did it several times. Mm. And he played other politicians when he was on the show. So when people from Saturday Night Live have been doing their memories of working with him, they've said that, you know, he was pretty much game for anything. Mm -hmm. Like they could put him in whatever costume and just shove him out there and, and, and he's cool with that's it. That's amazing. I mean, granted, he played himself and did a lot of politically themed things. He did the um, Tina Fey, Sarah Palin, where the two of them pretended like they were appearing on QVC <laughs> to <laughs> promote um, some presidential political things having to do with them. But I did not see this episode that happened in 2002 where he was in a sketch with Amy Poehler and they were doing um, a parody of a Lifetime Television for Women movie <laughs> <laughs> called To Love, Honor, and Stalk. And basically the, the premise is that her Lifetime Television for Women character was very upset because her husband was constantly in her personal space. Mm -hmm. And they put a wig on him. I until they told me it was him, I'm like, are you sure it's not another cast <laughs> member from Saturday Night Live? Because it didn't look like him right. with the wig on. And he was absolutely game throughout the whole thing. I mean, he was up on her shoulder in part of it. We're going to see a different part in the shower, but, and didn't crack during the sketch, which that in and of itself, <laughs> I mean, if you watch the show, Jesus, Jimmy Fallon couldn't hold it together for like two <laughs> minutes of a sketch, let alone a whole thing where he had to keep a straight face during it. Right. So. <laughs> As an honor of what he was able to do on Saturday Night Live, here is a clip of um, Senator John McCain as in the wife's personal space husband on Saturday Night Live. You're so lovely. Oh, oh! I could watch you for hours. Oh my God, David. How did you get in here? The door was open, Angel. Shall I loofah your back? No, no, Um, I just need a moment to myself. I'll be in in a minute. I'll be waiting, my love. We were meant to be together. <laughs> Right? That didn't even look like him with no. that wig on. It was no. amazing. So uh, if you would like to take that memory and hold it with you, can I loofah your back? <laughs> <laughs> if that is how you would like to Ooh. remember his acting skills <laughs> when he appeared on Saturday Night Live. Um, and then also over the weekend, it was really big for Tigers fans. I saw one of my friends posting about going for when they did the retirement of Alan Trammell's number. Mm -hmm. Number three! And um, the whole thing was, you know, sweet and beautiful and everyone was so excited. I mean, people were lined up around the block early to get into mm -hmm. Comerica for this whole ceremony and all of that. But um, what's funny is that he's actually kind of shy and he's very humble. Mm -hmm. And so even though this is a huge honor for him, it was like, Butterflies in the tummy, like right. for him to have to go up and speak in front of everybody and say, yay, thank you, and all of that, and to do the press and everything. Oh, look at oh, that, look Joe. At, thanks, Dave. Look at that. It's a new day. It's a miracle. <laughs> Joe's going to be a whole new man. This is, this is like a Folgers. The best <laughs> part of Joe waking up 
is when Dave puts <laughs> coffee in his cup. Yeah. Uh, this might as well be like an EpiPen to somebody <laughs> with a bee sting allergy. Or, Clear. Yeah. I'm going to put the paddles on Joe and wake Woo. him up. Woo! Look out. Yes. Anyway, Alan Trammell. Alan number Trammell, three. number three. He's on the, the back wall at uh, Comerica Park. Mm. And, I mean, he got to go into the Baseball Hall of Fame. And then mm. now this, they retired his number. And he was just really sweet. And he's actually one of, I think it's like, seven only 17 guys who have played their entire baseball career. With one, one team, with one, one club, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so he was basically like, I the whole time I was a tiger, so this is for you, this is for y'all. You know, and I, I love that. You know, I, I love that Steve Eiserman um, stayed with the wings the entire time. You know, you could be like Marion Hosa and just go Marian. chasing titles. <laughs> what kind of name is Marion? Oh, well, speaking of chasing titles and not staying with one team, Verlander had an interesting experience mm. recently. Yes, and Over. I hope does he, does he have one of those little like Amex black cards? Probably. I'm guessing either that where, or where he could have paid the actual price. Yeah, yeah. Kate Upton's got to have one. Maybe he has one. Maybe she had to co-sign for it. I don't know. She has the hot girl Amex card mm. where it's like I get stuff for free, right? Because right. I'm hot. She doesn't even have to have a card. She just has the. She's got <laughs> she the credit her. but no account. It's so weird. <laughs> Hasn't had a ticket. <laughs> like instead of running the card on the old school thing, she just runs her hand right. over. Right. <laughs> they're like, you're good. She just taps her hand. <laughs> <laughs> Boop, boop. <laughs> no hot tax. Um, yeah, so he was at the Beverly Hills Hotel this weekend, and he was having breakfast, and he gets his bill back, and he posted a picture of the bill um, where he was charged for being a Dodger killer. And yes. there, open miscellaneous, a million dollars. Uh, can you dispense that? Will the Astros <laughs> pay for that if he turns I the receipt in? I bet they would. Well, first of all, let's concentrate on the fact that he, a salad, I don't know what, unless there's like a free puppy and a unicorn or mm. whatever included in this salad, um, $42. Well, okay, let's let's start at the top I of mean, the I mean, I know the ha-ha, we're pretend charging you a million dollars, but who's paid $42 See, it's for a, a salad? That's, that's the distraction. That's oh, that's the bait and switch? Yes. It's, oh. oh, great, I don't have to pay a million. Woo! But I'll gladly pay I'll pay, pay that $42 you salad. $30 for pancakes. Pan Cakes. Okay, so he's got a latte, skimmed latte with vanilla syrup, nine bucks. Yeah. One cranberry juice. Ten dollars. One ocean uh, spray. What? Green envy. Uh huh. That's um when Green Lantern looks at the Green Giants <laughs> uh, junk and says, "Wow, that's Ooh, really big." That's a you're um, a then show he has a grower. Two McCarthy salads at forty-two bucks a pop. Oh, that was two. No, that's one. No, go down. It's on there twice. It is. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, and sorry. Two eggs any style with meat. Um, my question is this, what kind of McCarthy salad is it? Is it a Joseph McCarthy salad? I hope not. Where it, it, like you eat it and it shows you that you're a communist? Is it a Jenny? Are all the ingredients red? Right. Is it a Jenny McCarthy salad where you eat it and all your vaccinations go away? Is it a Melissa McCarthy sandwich, salad where, where it's just hysterical the whole time? Except for when you release a puppet movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yikes. Oh, too soon. Her movie got its ass kicked at the the puppet. The dirty puppet movie did not do well this weekend. So you have a salad full of dirty puppets. You know what? If, if you need to get your dirty puppet fixed, my recommendation is do the love scene in Team America. Just do, just stay at just home. do all of Team America, yeah. really. If you haven't watched it in a long time, just mm. do it. Because that's how you do it right. That's Dairy. how you do disgusting, dirty puppets right. <laughs> right.
<laughs> Not the way <laughs> they were trying to do it with the happy time murders. But yeah, so um, the manager came over and he was like, ah, oh, we're going we're, we're gonna to comp your breakfast. Uh, uh, we're, we're just joshing you. We're just yeah, kidding around. Punch him on the uh, Oh, buddy, I found him like, you better comp it $42 mm, for a salad. That's insanity. Salad. Yes. So, and Justin Verlander, when he tweeted it, just said, Beverly Hills Hotel really making me pay for that World Series win. Ha, ha, ha. Thanks for the great lunch as always. Mm. So it pays to be Justin Verlander. Now, over the weekend was also the anniversary of the death of Aaliyah, who was born in Brooklyn, but was raised in the Detroit area mm. and um, died at the age of 22. Here's Too the thing. young. She was on this trajectory. Yeah. She was, she was starting to get really good movie Getting roles. Getting into acting, yep. Uh, she had hit music. Mm -hmm. Absolutely beautiful. Stunning. And um, died in a plane crash. Yeah. And um, which is why I won't ride planes that are smaller than the uh, Airbus A320. Which is how many passengers? Because I went on a plane that was like 30. Nope. That's too small for you? Nope. I, the smallest I've been on that I'm comfortable on yeah. is like a, one of the 79 passenger regional jets. Mm -hmm. But I've been on a puddle jumper before in a foreign country. Yeah. And uh, no. <laughs> uh-uh. No, what's funny is um, my cousin has <clears throat> kind of taken over the whole thing. I think he has like a... A six-seater plane, a four-seater plane, whatever. And my grandpa used to fly planes that size. And apparently when I was a baby or I, when I was a small child, I was on one. I don't remember it. I'm not uh -huh. a strong flyer now. So I, if somebody tried to have me go on one of those planes now, I would need no. a lot of um, right. Xanax and Dramamine. I don't know if they would cancel each other out, but that would be too scary I, I for me. I would need a stiff drink. Yeah. Because, and it's not that the planes or the pilots are bad. It's just that they're so small and they get tossed around. I know. Statistically, they're still safe. But on a philosophical level, I have a hard time with a plane that seats less people than an Escalade or a Yukon <laughs> Excel. I'm just saying. That's your line. Right. Like, it's, if my car could seat yeah. more. <laughs> It, wait, a Lincoln Navigator has a bigger interior compartment than this plane. I'll drive. Thanks. So um, one of the people who had worked with Aaliyah and was super tight with her and they were just like best friends was Missy Elliott. Mm. And so on the 17th anniversary of Aaliyah's passing, she did a thing where she was handwriting a note in this video we're going to show you and then wrote up a whole thing on her page for us. So here's a little bit of the tribute that Missy Elliott did over the weekend.
So Missy Elliott captioned it, Aaliyah, baby girl, I can only imagine how great you would be today winning Oscars and creating sick music and still setting fashion trends. Your mom and your brother and your fans have been holding it down for you. You will always be a one in a million sleep peacefully angel baby girl. So that is really sad. I actually, I kind of, I vaguely remember um, one of the last projects that she worked on was Queen of the Damned, yes. where she played the queen vampiress. And I want to say that her brother had to fill in in some of like the distance shots for her. And oh like, yeah, do I remember that. Some of the voiceover um, to fill in for lines later. Yeah, I think that movie could have been better had that not happened because I think the the production was about halfway done mm -hmm. when they um, they had to make some tweaks. Yeah. Because I after seeing that movie, I thought less dot, more queen. Nice, less dot. Let's start. That's uh. a that's a vampire joke. Um, but yes, so she had she had a, she had a lot of potential. That one, living her full potential, Beyonce mm. and Mr. Jay Z. They're still on tour, and they were in Atlanta over the weekend, and they were actually just about done with the whole show, and they had just finished a song, and they were hand in hand, kind of walking towards the back of the stage, when some random drunk dude in the crowd jumps up gets up on stage and he's kind of just standing there for a second and then he walks towards the back sees where they're going starts to run towards them so we're going to show you a tiny clip um it might be a little hard to see but notice a couple of things first of all the dancers are the ones that end up tackling him this is the odd part they were of like, the story. Bada! You, you love to make fun of the Jay dancers. But they, love to make fun of the dancers. They will tackle a son of a bitch if he tries to get uh -huh. to Jay-Z and Beyonce. Like, they work out for a reason. Yeah. Dancing and tackling. And if you think you're a big, tough man rushing the stage and you get tackled by the dancer. The Beyonce and Jay-Z dancers it. do not play. And then the other thing, too, is that because the stage had multiple levels, there were people mm. on different layers of the stage. So there are these girls in these red costumes that are playing instruments on, like, the second level. And they're still just, like, they have no idea what's going on <laughs> for a minute. So they're trying to keep it going and play uh. the horns and do their thing. So here is a little bit from what happened over the weekend on stage for Jay-Z and Beyonce. Nobody was injured, luckily, mm. and then Beyonce and Jay-Z Jay decided not to press charges in this mm. situation, so they felt like security was able to finally get in there and evacuate everybody and handle it, and everything ended up being okay, but it's still pretty freaky when some rando jumps up on stage and starts right. running towards anybody. Yeah. So yeah. You don't do that. You don't do you that. You stay in your seat. You hold up your phone because they don't do lighters anymore. I don't know what his goal was. Like, did he, was he going to like, no, I just want a selfie. Like, where was he? <laughs> you know what? It probably was a selfie. 
Yeah. It honestly probably was a selfie. You think that's what he was trying to do? Yeah. I got to get more clicks for my social yeah. media. Steven Tyler calls Jay-Z. Hey, it's uh, Steve. Yeah, you just shove him. Just <laughs> shove him. That's right. Yeah, on the Today Show. Mm-hmm. He was like, no selfie for you. All right. When we get back, we have um, a very, like almost like a TMI, like a too much information story coming yes. from singer and songwriter Sia about an experience that she had on Saturday Night Live with Donald Trump and uh, a bathroom break. And Mm. we'll explain it all next on Pop That Culture. Mm. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. I'm hanging here with my buddy Joe. Are you really hanging? Joey-o. I mean, not Mr. Cooper. Yeah, you know, like. hanging with Mr. Cooper. Mm. I mean, we're hanging. Okay, yeah. You're, I uh, thought maybe we were chilling. Are we hanging? Well, you're chilling. On the is, is, that, is, that co- is that coffee <laughs> kicking in at all? Or it will you? be. <laughs> so should I take it up a notch? Yeah. Should, really? Should I just tip the table up and... Crank it up. Start flossing? <laughs> Uh, Can you floss? No. I've tried it. I'm not very good at I it. I can't. Yeah. I've tried to get my son to teach me to floss. He refuses like, to teach me. Hold on. Yep, now he's sticking his... There you go. There you go. <laughs> it's hard. You kind of have to wind it up. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> you have to wind up the floss. Mm. So earlier in the show, we were talking about how um, Senator John McCain, who passed over the weekend, was a fan of appearing, of appearing on Saturday Night Live. Mm. And he was really good at it. He was funny. Yeah. He was willing to do non-political, non-sketches, or sketches that were not about himself. 
and just basically, you know, shove him in a costume and a wig and do whatever they wanted. Yeah, why not? Um, and he was the first sitting senator to host the show. Um, and so it kind of set things up for more and more people and um, presidential candidates and all of them to appear on the show. And so in 2015, we had Donald Trump hosting the show. Mm. And the musical guest at the time was Sia. She, of course, as we've talked about, is known for her wigs that she wears when she's on stage. She doesn't like people to see her face. And she, she, you can just see her mouth, and she'll wear the yeah. giant wigs. Maybe Alan Trammell should do a CEO wig since oh, he's so he shy. Oh, right? when he was doing the whole yeah. retiring his number and just yeah. tram, tramming a just giant CEO wig. Let Kristen Wig do the <laughs> dance for him, and dance around and. <laughs> Exactly. So, and I mean, listen, he, Trump was a good sport when they were, these are the, filming the promos for the show. He was willing to put on a CEO wig while they mm. were filming the promos. But um, she does not agree with his politics. Mm -hmm. And so after the show, when they were backstage, he asked her, can I have a, take a picture with you? And she said, actually, no, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable with that. Um, I wouldn't like my um, gay fans or my Mexican fans to feel like I endorse what you um, believe in politically. Yeah, and the, the gay Mexican fans were a whole would be, yeah, and that would, level. Yeah, she didn't yes. want to lose those fans either. So, um, so she said no, and she said he was actually cool about it. He kind of respected that she was looking out for her brand, and he's mm. very brand conscious. And so he was like, all right, that's all right. And so she turned him down for the photo, goes running back to her dressing room, and then she just said she had terrible diarrhea <laughs> because the whole thing stressed her out. This is, this is in a new Rolling Stone article. Wait a minute, is this... Is stress diarrhea a thing? I think it is, for hmm. her at least. I mean, some people sweat right. when they stress. Right. Some people shake when they... I've never had anybody shark themselves. <laughs> I, she, um, yeah, so she's doing this, inter this new interview right now for Rolling Stone, and this is one of the stories that she shared, that the whole thing freaked her out so much that it was just stress diarrhea. I think that's right huh. to call it that. You're right. Um, but then she actually said that this had happened to her at another point as well when she was late for one of her concerts. Like they, mm. the connection was missed or something and then they couldn't get a cab. And so she tweeted out to her fans, um, I may be five minutes late. We couldn't catch a plane due to weather. I drove 13 hours, blew a tire. And so it's given me crazy diarrhea. Bear with me, guys. I love you. So apparently this is just like a Sia she likes I, to share with people. Yeah. Like, she's shy about showing the face, but she's not shy about telling you what's happening in her intestinal tract. Well, I, last week we saw her face on yes. the show. and she is adorable. Yeah, and, and we now know that she uh, is a K.O. Pectate fan, yes. right? So uh, a lot of the mystique is gone. <laughs> um, yes, and it, it does kind of ruin it. Right, like. considering her level of fame uh, and her talent, you would think that... Uh, you know, this type of thing wouldn't bother her, you know, as if she were made of titanium. Oh, you were working hard. But that's that coffee. I, I credit the coffee for this you. Is a <laughs> donut house blend talking making a, right here. Yeah. Joe making a comeback. Um, well, actually, you know, someone who does have legit intestinal problems, who has um, Crohn's disease, is Pete Davidson. Mm. I did not know that until now. And the reason I know that is because his fiance Ariana Grande had to defend him to a um, a blog and a website, Barstool Sports. Mm -hmm. Like sports, dude stuff. We write about funny things and women with big boobs. Um, it's so, like Maxim with yeah, sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so apparently, they wrote one of their bloggers posted something about they, how they feel like Pete Davidson has butthole eyes. Mm. And I'm not exactly sure if they mean because he has like the brown sort of like discoloration around his mm. eyes, like it looks like he hasn't ever slept in his entire life. Or if because he has the Crohn's disease and says he treats it with marijuana where his eyes are maybe like half open a lot, like hmm. exactly what does it mean to have not Betty Davis eyes, but butthole eyes? I don't know. Is it like having hungry eyes? Hungry eyes. I, I, you know, it's terrible that they had to slam them for that. But don't they have bleach products that you can use? True. Yes, you yeah. do. You do have lighteners that you could use around the old, uh, the old eyeballs. Uh, you know, around tender regions. Yes. We covered this in a, a show last well, week. Well, right. So there's <laughs> the bleaching of the bum area, and then mm. maybe he could do the, the bleaching around the eyes. I don't know. But Ariana Grande just went straight after them and tweeted and said, y'all do know this man has an autoimmune disease, right? Like, do you understand what you're doing when you do this, right? I just want to make sure. And she's like, and then she said, by the way, you guys have been trying to get him for like three years to be on your stupid podcast. Well, guess what? Butthole Eyes is not going to be on your podcast, you bastards. Mm. I mean, I paraphrase, but that's basically what she was saying. Do, do you think like if they get into kind of a little spat that Ariana Grande will call him Butthole Eyes just to... <laughs> If she needs to just kind of ding them a little she's bit. She's just putting that in her back pocket yeah. in case she needs oh, it for yeah. later. She's neatly folding it and putting it in so she can shake it out <laughs> and throw it right at him. Now, you brought up uh, Hungry Eyes, mm. which is, of course, from the soundtrack to Dirty, Dirty Dancing. Dancing, one of the all-time mm. girl movies. Do guys like Dirty Dancing? I don't even know. Is that no? They like is it, it, if annoying? it if it no. turns their woman on. David says no. It ends up making them naked. <laughs> Does Dirty Dancing end up making them naked? No. I no. mean, it might have in the past. It I makes don't know. people want to dance. <laughs> yes. And put baby in the corner. And yeah, that whole that you know. whole thing. But of course, do the lift. Oh my gosh. Oh, the lift. Then you don't want. If you're, not you're a moved. man who can take a girl and do the lift and make her feel safe and hold her up there, then yes, you make there will be nudity. You, know, you make your back all sore, then you don't feel like doing it, and you want to <laughs> just eat some ice cream and go to bed, which can also be fun. Um, but uh, Patrick Swayze was just name dropped recently because Kirstie Alley mm. uh, is apparently on this current season of UK Celebrity Big Brother. Mm. I don't know why they didn't want her in America, but they wanted her <laughs> on the UK version of mm. Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother. And so they're all sitting around because they have so many stupid hours to kill and nothing to do, which is mm. jibber jabber about stuff. And so one of the people said, oh, Kirsty, did you ever have an affair or want to have an affair with anybody um, that you worked with over the years in Hollywood? And she said, one, she was super hot for Patrick Swayze in the 80s. Oh, I thought you were going to say Patrick Stewart. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't blame her for that either, but. Engage. <laughs> yes. Make it so. Make um, it ho. She did a miniseries called North and South with Patrick Swayze in it. And okay. Yeah. No, I mean, this was like way, way, way early in the 80s. And so they shot it for like a year. So she, he was like her love interest. And she said, when you're pretending to fall in love with somebody and you're around them and none of your regular family and friends and they're away from their spouses and everybody mm. and you're in this like bubble for a year it's hard not to right. fall in love so she said she made out with him but um 
didn't sleep with him because he was married at the time. But she was oh. like, I would have had an affair with him if I didn't stop myself. Mm. And then the other person that she really fell in love with, do you, you remember the Look Who's Talking movies? Yes. With John Travolta and Kirstie Alley. How, how can we Those not? classic pieces of award-winning cinema called Look Who's Talking yep. and Look Who's Talking too. I've always wanted a baby that sounded just like Bruce Willis. <laughs> um, and I believe um, she was then married at the time, but he was not married at the time. And she also made out with John Travolta and mm. said that she came really close to leaving her husband at the time and running away with him and to this day is in love with him. And then when she finally got a divorce and wanted to get with John Travolta, he was already with his now wife, Kelly, Kelly Preston, Preston. Huh. who apparently Kelly Preston will tell Kirstie Alley to chickadee check herself before she wrecks herself, like when they're in the same room together. Because Kirstie Alley's still trying to flirt with John Travolta well, you know, and event, make that happen. If, if John Travolta is going to leave Kelly Preston for anyone, it's going to be, what was it, a Dean and Zell? Oh, <laughs> uh, a Dean Dizel, yes. Um, so, yeah, so she dropped all kinds of gossip there. Now, when we get back on Pop That Culture... Really, we should have seen this coming. I think we were all in denial for a really long time, but there is a new medical study about something that you should not put in your body, and we will tell you what it is next on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic, sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Welcome back. How you doing? How you doing? To doing pop that right. culture. 
Um, yeah, we have some bad news that really everybody should have just known. You didn't save a bunch of money in your car insurance? I did not save a bunch of money with Geico oh. on my car insurance right now. I haven't even been trying to save money with the general. Save some time. Oh. Um, yes, it is officially official according to one new medical study that all, all alcohol is bad for you. Not even a glass of red wine every day? Right, that was the thing where they were like, yeah, moderation. Yeah. Just have one glass of what? resveratrol. It's so good yeah, for you. Not even a hot toddy when your throat is sore? <laughs> oh, that is nice. Yes. Yeah, little lemon, little honey. A little something, something mm. extra in there, make you go right to sleep, yeah. as you know. What about drinking uh, half a bottle of Dimetap syrup? I'm sure that's also good for you. Or, yes. Or some Tussin. <laughs> Tussin fixes everything, really. But yeah, uh, researchers came to the conclusion after a recent analysis of 700 studies hmm. in a medical journal, alcohol's health risks far outweigh any possibilities of health mm. benefits. Sorry. Mm. So forget all of your little cheats and your little thises and your that's like, you know what you're doing and you're just willing to do it uh, anyway. Huh. Now if I, they come because they go back and forth I feel like on studies like eggs are good for you, eggs are bad for you, it's well, cholesterol, you it's know, bad, it's sugar, it's this, it's that. It's no other. carbs, all carb diet. Right. Well, the latest thing that, that people were kind of coming after really hard was... Um, Keto? What's that? The, oh, the keto diet? Yeah. No, um, was the coconuts. Oh, coconut oil. Yeah, coconut oil. Yeah. Where that was something where people were like, oh, you should cook with it. And that's the new, that's like, that was the, the it girl oil for a while. Well, people where were moisturizing like, with it. They were so. doing like a coconut oil pull where they would have it in their mouth and swish it around for a while. It was supposed to oh. super clean your teeth. Yeah. I know, it sounds gross. No, that sounds gross. Uh, substitute for Astroglide. Good to know. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so coconut oil was like the jam for a while, and now no, 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 it's an oil. People were going <laughs> hard on that one, and uh, and so they can go back and forth on so many things. If they come out with a new study that says that all chocolate is bad for you, then that's when I know that science is fake. That's well, just not real. That's the dark chocolate supposed to be good for you. Supposed to be. But at some point, uh, I'm sure there's going to be some jackass article that says, nope, the whole time you thought you were okay to have mm -hmm. the super dark chocolate. No. Still I, not good for I, you. I think what they should do is do a, uh, a census study on the life expectancy in Hershey, Pennsylvania. <laughs> okay. And see if it differs from anywhere else. And I think that somebody somewhere will be able to spin it to where chocolate is awesome for you. God, I hope so. Yes. If we could front that study, that would be amazing. So, yeah, unfortunately, there's no way around it. Now... I am a person who definitely does do a lot of good thinking in the shower. You got it from your dad. I do get it from you my dad. You totally get it from your dad. If there's one thing that I've figured out <laughs> is the four-acre gene has, uh, has peaks in the shower. Yes. Um, yeah, any, any time spent in the bathroom is always a good time thinking for me, mm. whether it's a bathroom visit or if it's in the shower. That's where you just kind of got the white noise of the water yeah. and you're just letting your mind go and that's where a lot of yeah. good things come Perry up. Farrell does it he was standing in the shower thinking oh, I'm, I, is that a it's at a it's a Jane's addiction, Jane's addiction song. song I know I knew it. I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry porno for pyros no, the, the, the 90s <laughs> just called they're breaking up with you <laughs> the 90s are so mad uh. at me right now yes 
But so many people do some of their best thinking in the shower that there's mm -hmm. actually a whole thing on Reddit of just shower thoughts from people mm -hmm. where they share the random things that pop up in their head. Um, for instance, Dwayne The Rock Johnson probably gets irritated when people ask him how he slept. Really? Like, like a, a rock. rock. Well, um, same thing with Bob Seger. Well, that's true. Mm. I didn't even think about that one. Yeah, shout out. Um, you're a different person to everyone. You're the hero, the villain, the sidekick, the unrequited love, and an extra in other people's life story. Hmm. So you get to play all the roles for different people. But do you get compensated? Do you get royalties? I hope so. Hmm. Um, let's see. You can say, have a nice day and no problem, but you can't say, enjoy the next 24 hours and not sound vaguely threatening. <laughs> Which is... That's Good to think about. Yes. Yes. Uh, growing up in the 90s and the 2000s was like leveling up and unlocking new and better forms of technology and entertainment as you got older. Which I would say that would be true for everybody, really. Mm, yes. I mean, you could be in the 80s, the 70s, 80s, 90s, and now and say that every year you're leveling up and getting better technology. Um, yeah, but it's, it's more expensive, <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, let's see. If you see a spider in your house and it gives you the creepy crawlies, just think that there must be enough other insects in your house to sustain that spider's diet that you haven't seen yet. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. No, I. You know, I have spiders in the house and I see their webs and there's no insects. They haven't in them. caught crap. But no, it's like I don't know how they're sustaining themselves. It's a photosynthesis. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> they're just eating your soul, probably. Mm. That's how they're staying alive because they're evil. Um, let's see. Happy by Pharrell Williams is just if you're happy and you know it, but in an updated form. No, yes, no. No, I don't buy that. You one. don't like that one? No. These are shower thoughts from mm. Reddit. Breaking Bad um, is five seasons showing you the consequences of not having life insurance. That's true. That's very true. I like uh, if the song Dude Looks Like a Lady were to come out in 2018, Aerosmith would get a lot of, get a lot of backflash. <laughs> backslash. Back. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 God, you know, oh, jeez. Elizabeth, Elizabeth. I got to get through this. Sentence. I can quit anytime uh, I want. I learned it from watching you, Dad. Um, ooh, this one will blow your mind. People have debated on whether or not the thumb is a finger or is it its own separate category. It's a thumb. Okay. Because it opposes fingers. <laughs> so if the thumb is not a finger, then there is no middle finger. But everybody's living long and prospering. <laughs> uh, all books are in code. We all just know the code for most of them. True. All right. True. However, could you imagine if like uh, War and Peace was written in C++? No, I would be rather even not. longer. I don't want to read it either way. It should <laughs> probably be written version. in like an older language, like Cobol or oh, God. Pascal. Ugh. Or basic. How about basic? <laughs> anyway. Uh, shower thoughts on Reddit, including wearing running clothes is only important so people know that it's your hobby. If you go running in normal clothes, everyone wonders what you're running from or if you're okay or if you've committed a crime. Word. Well, or if you're carrying a television, then you. Anyway. Now, this is something that uh, I never really thought of until Reddit shower thoughts, but no one ever sneezes in a film or a TV show unless it's relevant to the story. I don't know if that's fully true, but they usually don't sort of just have it happen where someone has like 
a regular accidental sneeze no. and someone says bless you and moves along like they'll talk about it well it's always a plot you know sneeze that's true Sneezing, coughing, and diarrhea are all plot <laughs> devices and farting. Sneezing, coughing, and diarrhea. Yeah. Yeah. Like, huh. in real life, people just sneeze. Like, you know, there doesn't have to be a big deal mm. made about it. You're like, oh, bless you. Thank you. Move along. Hmm. Or you can work in an office where nobody says bless you. I would sneeze all the time. Oh, my goodness. Oh, absolutely. That's the same office where nobody holds the doors open for you. But yes. 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 Um, shower thoughts in Reddit. For humans... Fall is a beautiful, colorful season. For plants, fall is probably a terrifying season of mass right? death. Be, yeah, think about it. Because right? if, if people had autumn, it would be like watching all of your friends just like get geriatric, you know, Centrum Silver all it's over the, the place. It's like Game of Thrones. Terrible. Winter is coming. Like, it's a legit threat. Like, this very upsetting for all of the plants. Wow, so dark. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And lastly, shower thoughts. Whoever created the concept of a paradox must have blown their own mind. And also someone, another hmm. friend of mine, pointed out their shower thought, which is the first person that heard a parrot talk must have been freaked the bleep out <laughs> when that happened. Like, I can't handle it. What is going on? Uh, Do you have any deep shower thoughts today? No. Other than you'd like to go home, take one, and crawl back into bed? No, no, we have to go to Ikea today. Again? Again. Is this for uh, the bed? Bed rails. Somebody keeps on rolling out of bed. Oh. We're not naming any names, of course. No. No. It's me. <laughs> It's me. It's you. Yeah, well, you did actually have that rolling moment <laughs> last night. Yes. Um, there is a video of a local police officer that I love so, so much. If you want to watch it again, I did put it on our Pop That Culture Facebook page for you to enjoy. But um, it is an officer who goes by the name of Mike the Cop. And Mike the Cop likes to do these sort of. Oh, I, I thought you said Mike to something else. Mike the Cop. Oh! Uh, yeah. So he likes to do lighthearted videos to kind of show the softer side right. of police officers, the funny side that, of police officers. That's a more popular thing these days. Yes, for it is, reasons. for sure. And so here is a little smidgy smidge of Mike the Cop and his aerobics video. All right, we're here. We're back, Mike the Cop, with Cop Aerobics. We're ready to motivate you. Are you guys ready? Sir, sure, yes, sir! Get a step. Here we go. We're going to start with some basic traffic control. And stop the traffic. Move along. Stop the traffic. Move along. Oh, boy, feel the burn. Try to catch some bad guys. Here we go. Run up to the bad guy. Hop the fence. Run up to the bad guy. Hop the fence. Oh, man, you guys feel that? Get your handcuffs out. Get them out. We're gonna go deep with this one. We're digging deep. I hope you feel the burn at home too. Here we go. And stop resisting. Oh, 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 yeah! You guys digging it? Woo! <laughs> I kinda wanna meet him. He's like my new oh, hero. Yeah. I love him yeah. so much. He just went like full all out outfit and goofiness and i, I think hope, you could actually get a good workout right. too i i hope that he drives around in his patrol car like that and pulls people over <laughs> and has everybody do the mike the cop aerobics workout yeah why not yay i would totally love to so uh i don't know about you but when i was little i was traumatized by my experience at the dentist oh mine too my yeah. dentist was medieval yeah 
No, he wasn't even halfway to evil. He was full evil. <laughs> I mean, they did have a thing. It was like a big paper mache whale kind of near the reception desk. And Why? on your way out, you were allowed to stick your hand in the whale's oh mouth. Oh, my God! Which I know, it's kind of But whales don't have teeth. And they have like a little finger nail like <laughs> material that strains what? the plankton out of the water. And uh, in the whale were like different little prizes and things that you could take mm. because you survived your appointment. Did they ever put a dead dentist. fish in there just to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 it's so gross and horrifying and terrifying. No. Um, so, yeah, I mean, oh, my God. And when I found out when they needed to, because I did have um, some cavities, the giant needle that they were going to use for Novocaine, mm. like it took the dentist, his assistant, and my mom to hold me down because I was so terrified of this giant needle. I did not want them to get anywhere near my face with that thing. And Ugh. I just have these these horrible memories burned into my brain of what it was like to go to the I, dentist. Something similar happened to me. I They had to hold me down because I was thrashing because the needle was huge. Yes! And I remember, like, the worst thing you could do is see that needle going into your mouth. I started wiggling around, and they missed my gum and hit my tongue. Oh! So my tongue went numb, and I was just like... <laughs> for, like, uh, probably two, three hours You're the like rest of the day. picking up your tongue. Yeah, I had down. to, like... <laughs> and just, like... And so they were really afraid that if I fell asleep or something, I'd swallow my tongue. Oh! So... Scary. Yeah. Oh. Super scary. Well, dentistry has come really far since... Uh, since has it? Since Joe and I were young children. And, uh, and it's, they're actually, they're trying, to, they're trying to connect with the kids, Joe. Right. And one dentist in particular has gone super viral, and we will show you why everyone is loving her so much when we get back on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. 
Welcome back to Pop That Culture. So we were just talking about the terror of the dentist, which now, I mean, they have dentists that you can go to where, like, you're watching movies while you're getting things done, or, like, if they're doing any sort of, any big thing. I always insist on the laughing gas stuff. I I just ask for it for the ride home. (laughs) I I had a dentist that had a shiatsu chair that you would lie in. I felt violated. You can't be like moving around while they're trying to. You have to be kind of still while they're working on your. Well, somebody's got their digits in my mouth and somebody's rubbing my back. It was the weirdest experience ever. This is a lot of touching at once. Well, if I were getting a petty at the same time, (laughs) I'd be a mess. So yeah, so they've got. I think there are ones now where you can just be straight up sedated. I'm all about that. Remember when the dentist office was like, oh, great, they've got an aquarium I can watch (laughs) in the waiting room. The fish will keep me calm and happy until I have to go in there. Wait, none of those fish have teeth. What's (laughs) going on? And the thing I always hated the most, too, because I, did you have braces? I had braces. Yes. Um, When they take those things with the goo in it and shove it in to make impressions. Yes. And when they pull it, I I still have nightmares. In the vacuum. Yes, it feels like they're pulling all your teeth out. Yes. And then you feel like you're choking on that thing because it's so... Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It's it's terrifying. There's so many terrifying things about it. But I know many great, sweet dentists who try and make it so, so Mm -hmm. much better now, including this woman, Ardente Dental of Frankfurt, Indiana, who has taken to making billboards that are movie parodies to get people interested in coming to her place, including a Guardians of the Galaxy parody that we have, if we mm. can see that photo. Guardians of the Gums. Now, if you look closely, the little tooth is saying, I am tooth. Instead of, I am Groot. Oh. I mean, that's brills. She's got her own, like, Star Lord uh, jacket mm-hmm. kind of thing that she's wearing yep. there. And now, I don't know if she came up with this, or she probably had an agency that did. Hmm. This agency is going to need to move out of Indiana and go elsewhere because right? they're awesome. What's up, Don Drapers of America? Mm. You're making uh, people want to go to the dentist. So people were loving the Guardians of the Gums parody that she did. But these people have been doing, they did a Men in Black one. They also have a Star Wars one, which we can show you, Tartar Wars, mm. where instead of lightsabers, it's uh, glowing toothbrushes for everybody. <laughs> and then they've got the right Yeah, unfortunately, script. when you brush one of those, all your teeth get cut <laughs> out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just battling tartar. And then the final one I put in, because I thought you might be oh, excited yeah. about that. The Walking Dentist Fight Cavities Fear Plaque. It's for you, Joe. Well, you it's know what? Because you like The Walking Dead and fear The I, Walking Dead. I love The Walking Dead, but the irony of this is that zombies have, are notorious for poor oral hygiene. Mm-hmm. Um, if you see a lot of true. their teeth are falling Brown, out, lots kind of, of rotted. Yeah, yeah. The, the gum line is—they've t- got to have gingivitis. It's true. I would say I, so. Uh, so. I don't think I don't think they're flossing off. really, like no. after they eat people. No. There's like well, still a little bit of the like pieces of brain in there. Jenny and Sandra, yeah. like in their teeth. Human know? cartilage has this nasty, mm-hmm. you like in your incisors yeah. and stuff. Um, it's gross. Know. It's totally gross. So yeah, zombies definitely need to head on to our dental. 
And I just saw a story where Kim Kardashian was bragging about something, and I want to get your opinion. Hmm. So Kanye just gifted her with a neon lime green Mercedes mm. truck SUV thing. And oh, a G-Wagon? I'm guessing it's a G-Wagon. It's probably, I don't know, you tell me. I don't know what. Is it the square one? I don't know what that is. That's a G-Wagon. That's a G-Wagon? Yeah. All right, this is a G-Wagon. Mm-hmm. Um, it ain't nothing but a G thing. <laughs> Are you a person who likes subtle or not subtle when it comes to cars? Because for the longest time, the rumor was don't have a red car because they get pulled over right. more for speeding and different things by the cops. There was a short time in my life when I had an orange car, when mm. like that was the thing, where um, yeah. my Ford Edge was uh, like a pumpkin-y orange mm. color. You're so basic. I was. I was, did it you was buy like a in, pumpkin spice latte of cars. Did You're you right. buy it in September? My <laughs> goodness. <laughs> Probably Your did. garage smelled really good. Mm. <laughs> it Cinnamon. Like oh, oh, delicious. delicious. Yes, I, exactly. Um, and my daily driver, I like something that is nice but kind of blends in. Mm-hmm. And, and this is my thing, is because I don't want any marks that identify me in case, like, I accidentally cut somebody off. Right. And like, oh, you know, like, some guy was driving, like, an absolute jerk, and he had, like, this personalized license plate. And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't really? get those. You're going to cut me off with a vanity plate? I'm not a vanity plate girl, ever, ever, yeah, ever. I know yeah. some people love them, but I just, I can't. I can't mm. do it. Although I do enjoy in sitting in traffic trying to figure some of them out. Yes. The thing that irks me the most about people being uh, conspicuous is instead of putting their renewal tab over the old renewal tab right. in the corner where the Secretary of State says you have to do it. Right. They put them all over. Like, look how many times I've renewed my plate. No. I've never seen that before. No, you will, you will see it and you will not unsee it Where it's like it a now. rainbow of renewal they just, tabs? They pop them in all colors? the empty white space on their plate. And it's like, if I were a cop, I'd pull you over. Because yeah. the Secretary of State says you got to put them in the upper right, take off the old and put them in the old ones. What? That, that is really... Learn something new every that, day. That, that gets me that. more than the rhythm does. Oh. And you know, the rhythm is going to get you. We've learned this many, many times on this show. Yes. Now, uh, who's going to get you next? Craig Fong. Yes, two hours. Two hours. It's now it's 120 minutes. He's like, you know what? I'm going to stay for two. You hang yeah. out with me for two. That's so. a twelfth of a day. He's coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow on Pop That Culture. <laughs>